Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Well, hello. I am so excited to be here. We are in the middle of batch recording some episodes to be prepared for you for these next several weeks. Uh, I have been feeling so creatively inspired and I just feel chatty and like I have so much to talk to you about. And so I have just been recording and recording and I have guest recordings coming up as well because I have met some really incredible souls lately, guys. And Um, Some of them I've known for a while and some of them are new in my orbit, but they have such a wealth of knowledge to share with all of you on various topics and I am just, there is so much recording. I think we've got like 10 episodes, um, like ready, set, go, which is honestly really, really good, but also terrifies the fuck out of me because that means that like... Everything is just like, I've got episodes ready to go until like November at this point, which is like wild because it's going to be like the end of the calendar year, which is just insane. But I am so happy to be here with all of you. Lately, I have emerged out of a very um, transformative period. You will hear an episode on that likely in October. And I am just so excited to share everything that has come through with that. I feel like there is so much that I am going to be able to teach and share from my experience with that. And I'm really pumped, but that's not today's episode. Today's episode is what astrology isn't. Because you know what? We need to talk about it. I I really do, and if you've been around for a while in the Mads Mess community over on Instagram and in my business, or if you've been in the Cosmic Collective for a while, you know that, has it been a year of the Cosmic Collective? Oh my God, it has. It's going to be two years. What year are we? Can someone tell me where we are in space time right now? Like, damn. Okay. Anyways, um, if you've been around for a while, you know that I try, I try, I try so hard to go ha 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 to all of the like fads and trends that go on on social media that create these large inaccuracies and just all of these um, misunderstandings and non-factual opinions um, that are deemed as fact in 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 terms of you know things like quantum physics, twin flames, astrology, all things spiritual on social media. I really do try to have this like lighthearted, ha ha ha, the humans are so silly, like kind of vibe. But sometimes. It is just, ah, uh, what's the word? It's, it is funny in a sense because you got, you have to like put the humor into it, right? Like you can't, like, it's just people having their process and there's an empathy and a compassion for that, right? Like I'm not saying that doesn't exist within me. Um, but there, there is just so much that is being misconstrued. That's the word I like. Um, so much that is misconstrued and I feel like it puts this, cloak of insanity on people who 
are spiritual like myself in the sense of like the guides and mediums and people who use astrology because you know people who are more scientific and if you know me you know I'm a very scientific individual everything that I teach is evidential and is is backed by quantum physics neuroscience psychology not that it would need to be for me to believe it but I love science like I'm a I'm a big I'm a big nerd. Some of you guys know that because I did a poll a couple of weeks ago on me watching the Dungeon and Dragons movie on Netflix. And I was like, if you've been here, like, is this like, does this shock you? And the majority of you said, no, this is like, this makes total sense. Like you're, you're just that much of a little nerd, Mads. Um, and I am. So anyways, not the point. I, I get frustrated, I think, because there is actually so much factual basis to astrology and obviously society and certain systems and structures don't want you to know that. Um, But there is this quote and the reason I'm doing this episode is because it was inspired by a podcast, not a podcast, it was inspired by a TikTok that I saw um, that inspired this podcast episode where this woman, I shared it on my Instagram stories. I was like, yeah, big PSA for this. And she shared a quote that I really like. I've, I've loved this quote since I learned about astrology. And it's, um, millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. And it's so true. Um, I will probably reshare that story if I saved it so that those of you who are listening to this episode can go and see it on my Instagram the week that this episode goes live. And it's so true because, you know, like, I just... Astrology... And this is, this is also why I want to have this conversation too, because we recently went into Mercury retrograde while I'm recording this. We are in the final week of Mercury. Oh my God, we're in the final week. How lovely. Um, we are in the final week of Mercury retrograde as I'm recording this. And I, I don't fuck with the whole victim vibe. I don't fuck with victim mentality. Um, I think that there is a beautiful place in the mind and in our consciousness that allows us to say yes I was a victim to this however I refuse to continue to be a victim and give my power away I take my power back and I am now doing this with my life you know I've talked about this in recent episodes I don't want to rehash my past in another episode Uh, I'm not really feeling it today I'm feeling really high spirited so um, if you want to understand that more I really recommend going back to the episode where it's about like conquering your limits and meeting your potential and um, episodes about my body image journey and even the very early episodes like I think it's episode 11 or something where I talk about um, how I've gotten to the place where I am in my life those will give you a pretty good understanding of some of the stuff that I've gone through and refused to remain in the the victim mindset of Um, and there is also so much more so I really don't fuck with this whole like victim mentality. I like victor mentality, be the champion of your own life. And everyone on social media, okay, let's not generalize and, 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 you know, make this an absolutist mentality. It's not everyone, but a lot of people in new age spirituality and on social media lately are like, oh, it's just Mercury's fault. Mercury's retrograding. I'll be fine when Mercury's out of retrograde. Like, it's not like your your mind is not a fucked up place to be because Mercury's in retrograde. Your emotions are not chaotic because we had the Pisces full moon. 
these energies, and I'm going to explain scientifically how this works in a moment, but these planets and the way that their energy is influencing the collective energy and your individual energy is not the cause of why you are feeling the way that you are feeling. You are feeling and thinking the things that you are feeling and thinking because they already exist within you. These planetary aspects and these retrogrades and these lunations are simply drawing it from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind. Just because you weren't aware of it before the retrograde or before the full moon or before the new moon or before the eclipse doesn't mean it wasn't within you. These planets cannot make you feel anything. They cannot create something that isn't there within you. What they do is they are literally the yellow highlighter that says, hey, you should really check out your subconscious mind because there's some shit in there that you need to deal with. And then you go and you say, oh, that's Mercury's fault. <laughs> Fuck Mercury. And then you forget about it. And then you wonder why six months down the line you're struggling with the same thing. It's because you're not fucking dealing with your shit, <laughs> you know? And please know I say this with love and compassion. There are, there's a whole other conversation we're going to have. Um, we might have already had it in an episode about like navigating the unknown and why that's scary and, you know, diving into your emotions and why that's scary. We're, we're having these episodes. Like I said, I've been very inspired. I have a lot I want to talk about. Um, that's not today's episode. So table that for the next one or go back into previous episodes and 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 listen to them. What I'm saying is that these energies are giving you, they are actually gifting you an opportunity to dive deeper within yourself and to get to know yourself. But so many people want to use spirituality as a way to bypass their emotions. Oh, I'm like this because I'm a Scorpio. Oh, I'm like this because I'm an Aquarius. Actually, I don't really think a lot of Aquarians say that, to be quite honest with you. Um, I feel like if anything, Aquarians might be the ones to be like, it's just who I am. Um, but you know what I mean? Or like that relationship didn't work out with that ex because they're a Gemini. Stop ragging on the signs. Stop blaming who you are and why you are the way that you are based on the signs or the retrogrades or the moons or God knows whatever else that you actually aren't fully understanding. Because I'm telling you, anyone who is doing that has no idea how this stuff works. And that's fine. That's okay. You don't have to know how this stuff works. But stop giving your power away. Take your power back and figure out what it is within you that is being highlighted and figure out how to work with that energy so that you can transmute it, moving it from a place of restriction and challenge and inner chaos to a state of expansion and peace and insight and wisdom for yourself. Let yourself heal. Give yourself the opportunity to heal. So that's why I want to have this conversation because my whole mission on this planet in this lifetime is to bring people into a state of remembrance of why they have chosen the things that they have to foster a deeper inner connection with themselves, with their soul, and to get them into a state of alignment. That is why I'm here with you. That is why I show up every week. That's why I show up every day with all of you because that is what I am here to do. So let's dive into it. Astrology is a complex science because it is a science. It is literally astrophysics. That has been based off of over 10,000 years of observational research. We are not saying that, oh, the moon in Pisces is definitively going to cause X, Y, Z. 
we are saying that the moon in Pisces with XYZ aspects is going to influence the collective in an XYZ capacity. And the reality is, is that there are going to be moons, which we call lunations in astrology. So that means new or full moon. There are going to be lunations that don't affect you. There are going to be lunations that fuck you up. And this has to do with a lot of things. This has to do with where that lunation is taking place in your natal chart, your birth chart. So if the lunation is taking place in your fourth house or your 12th house, yeah, it's probably going to fuck you hard. Not going to lie. But if it's taking place in your first house, it might not be so bad. All of that also depends on what aspects the moon is actually currently making in its present day transit in that lunation, as well as how those transits and the moon's station in your natal chart, so your birth chart, is affecting the other aspects in your natal chart. And you're probably sitting here being like, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like transit natal. Transit is present day where the planets are and how they're communicating today. And natal is how they are placed in your birth chart and how they communicate in your birth chart. However, you can take the transit chart and overlay it on top of the natal chart to see exactly how the present day transits and lunations and everything else are affecting and communicating with your natal transits and aspects. So this is, it's, it, this is, and this is just one level of the complexity. It goes so much deeper than that. And so using that knowledge, you can understand and see like why certain moons are going to affect you, why certain retrogrades are going to affect you. I haven't been affected by a Mercury retrograde in a very long time because the way that it's been working with the energies in my chart has been happening in places where I've already navigated those energies. I've already moved out of them. So it's really not, it's not coming back with like a full force because I've cleared out my subconscious, subconscious, pardon me. However, there are some retrogrades that come up and I'm like, oh, I felt that. Um, like I felt the Venus retrograde. I, I felt the Venus retrograde. I didn't even know that I was feeling the Venus retrograde until after it lifted. And I was like, whoa, I feel better suddenly. Like 24 hours after Venus goes direct, what was going on? And then I remembered where it was transiting in my chart. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that makes sense with literally everything that came up for me. So it's a very, very complex science. And we're just saying that over the last tens of thousands of years, we have observed that when Mars and the moon are communicating in a conjunction or Mars and um, Saturn are, are communicating in a trine um, or, or whatever it is that the aspects of the planets are, we're just saying that in, in, in the signs that they are, we're just saying that that's, that has been observed to have a particular effect on the planet on the collective and on individuals. It is not a determining factor. It is simply saying that there is an influence, which is why in my Instagram stories a couple weeks ago, I said astrology does not determine, astrology recognizes influence. So it's really important that, you know, you don't give your power away to this. Like you need to understand how to work with it because what is actually happening is this is how astrology works, okay? This is how your soul contract is formed as well. This is how your soul uses the planets in our solar system to form your contract. Whenever, so no, let me just back it up. Each planet has its own gravitational mass. That gravitational mass depicts its vibrational frequency, which gives it particular characteristics, like character traits, like a personality, okay? 
that planet then becomes influenced on how it is going to present its characteristics, its personality, based off of the zodiac sign and or constellation. It's synonymous. The constellation that it is that it is sitting in, that it is transiting through, that it is moving through within the solar system. And then on top of that, whatever aspects that planet is making to other planets, which is a form of communications, interplanetary communication, is also going to influence how those character traits of that planet in that sign manifest for an individual. Move that even further, based on the exact time that you were born, that is going to place that planet in a very particular house, the house system of your birth chart, of your your natal chart, which is going to say where in life that planet is um, is is showcasing its personality, its character traits, and how its communication with other planets is impacting not just that area of your life, but other areas of your life that it is communicating with. Again, it is very complex. Okay, um, this is not something that you just like. Like this takes. Um, I was going to say this is not something that you just like can like learn like overnight uh, unless you've done this in other lifetimes before. For a lot of people who work in astrology, this is like soul memory for them. People who are using astrology um, to make money in a very trendy way, I often question a lot of like their validity and I can see a lot of like you have like no idea what you're talking about and it's not just me that you know can see that it's like astrologers who've been doing this for like 50 years um i have studied this in several past lives i literally looked at a birth chart one day read it to filth basically and had no idea how i did it and the person i read it for said it like they were like in awe at how accurate it was because for me it's kind of like it's part of my mediumship right it's just how i i do what i do and it's also part of my expertise in soul contracts so that is you can study it i i have book recommendations on my amazon storefront that i love for for learning astrology that i think would be super helpful for you if you're into this um but it is a very complex science but it's not determining you know who you are or who you're gonna be basically what your soul does is it chooses to be born at the exact time that you are born because then the planets are are positioned and communicating and placed in a way in your natal chart that allow very specific events and karmic themes and cycles karmic does not necessarily mean negative it just means um, pre-planned lessons um, to take place in your life it basically paves the road it paves the path for that to happen obviously your decisions and your free will will override that every time and that's why um you know free will can be a really really good thing whenever you're living in alignment with your soul and you're you're following your destined path or it can also be a really challenging thing when you're ignoring your intuition and making decisions that maybe kind of go against what your soul had planned in this lifetime so if you're someone who says well i'm like this because i'm this sign no you're not you're influenced in that way because of the sign that you were born into or whatever sign it is that you are referring to but that doesn't mean that you don't get to uh, navigate differently because what you don't understand or don't recognize is that every planet every sign every aspect has 
polarity. So if you are struggling to deal with your emotions, which is typically really common for um, signs like Scorpio, who are afraid of their emotions, for Pisces, who feel very overwhelmed with their emotions, um, for Capricorns, who are more analytical and logical and don't understand emotions, for Virgos, who try to analyze their emotions. Um, these are just examples. Just because you are maybe experiencing that part of the challenge does not mean that it's always going to be that way because the positive polarity um, that you are able to navigate through and toward is actually going to help you come into balance with figuring out your emotions. So for example, with Scorpios, whether you're sun, moon, rising, Mercury, 12th house, 4th house, whatever it is, it's about learning that your mind is actually not a scary place to be and figuring out why you're afraid of your own emotions and your own subconscious. Once you work through that, you actually become very connected to your emotions and you feel very safe in them and navigating those inner waters. For a Capricorn, um, this is about recognizing that your emotions are emotions. They are not something to be well, I don't want to say not to be studied. Yes, that's like the, the the secondary and tertiary steps to emotions. But first and foremost, you must feel your emotions before you start pulling the wisdom from them, right? I could go on and on with all of these examples, but every sign, every planet, every aspect, every house has polarity. And you need to learn how to work with both the polarities of all of the aspects in your chart rather than placing blame of like, oh, I'm this way just because of my chart. No, those aspects and these things that are manifesting for you in your chart and in the signs that you chose to work with are happening because you are being called to move out of it and move into the positive polarity of those energies. So I just want to say that. Um, now, the other thing I want to say is astrology cannot, for the most part, tell you who your soulmate is. Okay, no, actually, let me let me rephrase. Your astrology cannot tell you who a soulmate is, okay? It cannot, and it absolutely cannot tell you who your twin flame is. Your twin flame, I'm so, I'm, I'm not sick of having this conversation. I'm just kind of like over it because I spent almost two hours talking about it. And I feel like I'm going to have to do another episode on it, um, which is fine, but it's just like, it, there's just so much misconstrued about it honestly for the majority of you listening you think you have a twin flame you actually have a karmic relationship sorry to break it to you that's what it is go to the twin flames episode to understand why i'm saying that it the reason why astrology can't tell you who your twin flame is first of all is because it's your soul in another body there are no twin flame indicator there are no astrological indicators in a chart that can tell you hey yeah by the way your soul is here twice at once there's it does not exist i can tell you it does not exist okay it also cannot tell you who your soulmate is or who you're going to have a good marriage with or who you are going to be most compatible with definitively. And the reason I'm saying definitively is because yes, we can pull an astrological chart. It's called a compatibility chart. We can pull your chart and someone else's chart and, and, and see where there's going to be areas of tension, where there are going to be really strong um, aspects of flow and collaboration. But the thing is, is because every single individual, every single planet, every single house, everything has polarity, unless that person who is reading your charts is looking at the full the full spectrum the full scope of the polarity and is giving you a full well-rounded assessment of both the negative and the positive polarity of both you and your potential partner or per current partner 
there is no way to say whether or not your relationship is going to work because so long that two people regardless of their astrological aspects and their compatibility chart so long as two people are self-aware willing to evolve and want to grow together in a way that is mutually loving and respecting respected respecting of each other respectful of each other there's the english then it is going to work okay there is a reason guys why when i date and i get to know people i don't look at their charts i don't give a fuck because the chart's not going to tell me shit the chart's going to tell me okay like maybe they have a struggle with this and i have a struggle with this so we're going to need to learn to work on that but that's also just like that's just relationships that is just that is relationships outside of astrology. And so you will never find me doing compatibility readings. I don't do them. I refuse to do them. They're not my vibe. They're not my jam because of this. Again, this is people giving their power away. Oh, I I, I really want to be in this relationship. And he he asked me to be his partner, but it's Mercury retrograde. So I said no. Bro, seriously? Seriously? Your gut told you to go with this. You wanted to be with this person, but you said no because of Mercury fucking retrograde. You've got to be shitting me. Like, how how much longer do we as a collective need to continue giving our power away to systems that we don't fully fucking comprehend until we realize, hey, the power is actually within us, right? Like, I'm telling you this as an astrologer. So, ugh. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated because, and I'm not heated, guys. I just want to clarify this. I'm not heated because people don't understand astrology or are are not fully understanding the, the scope of the science. I'm upset because people are giving their fucking power away. And they're letting people tell them who they're compatible with rather than listening to their heart and listening to their gut. I fucking hate that. Take your goddamn power back. This is not why you incarnated. You did not incarnate to be told what the fuck to do from someone outside of you. Listen to the Saturn in, uh, Saturn in Pisces episode that I did at the beginning of the year. I think I did it back in March. Oh my God, what month are we? We're September. Go and listen to that, please. This is all about using discernment and going within and figuring out what your truth is and what your heart is telling you and how to follow it. Oh my goodness. Stop giving your power away. It kills me. <laughs> oh, Okay. Moving back into it. So when it comes to the relationship thing, um, you don't need to look at astrology for that. Can astrology tell you how you and your partner can better communicate with each other? Yeah, but so can a conversation about how shit your communication already is. You know, so that was a that was mean. But, you know, like you, it's just it's about self-awareness and the willingness to grow within the relationship and with that person, right? Um, are there... Are there certain things where you can look at a chart and be like, oh, I understand why that was a challenge because I'm seeing this? Yeah, absolutely. But again, you have to look at the full spectrum of the polarity. So I'm going to leave that there. Um, now, in terms of the complexity, there are signs, which are the zodiac signs and the constellations. There are houses, which depict what area of life is, is what, what is going on in a particular area of life. There are degrees which tell us um, how, how that planet is further communicating in the chart. Each of the degrees is related to a zodiac sign, which is related to an element, which is related to a quadruplicity. 
this is where it gets really intense. Then there are quadruplicities. Some people call them modalities. And if you're wondering what that is, that is cardinal, mutable, and fixed. And that's basically the temperament of a particular sign or planet. There are elements, fire, air, earth, water, that talk about the um, way that the energy manifests. Is it masculine? Is it feminine? Is it very energetic? Is it passive? Is it structured? Does it flow? What is it focused on? Then there is the astrological body. Um, Every single organ and body part, um, limb of your being is represented by the astrological body. So the head is Aries, the throat is Taurus, so on, so forth. Now, when we use the astrological body and we compare it to where those signs are in your chart and where the planets are in your natal chart, we can tell you why certain ailments are affecting you the way that they are, why you have certain illnesses, chronic issues, mental health struggles, um, all of that, um, inflammation, everything like that. And then we already talked about polarity of the sign and planetary expression, so I don't need to cover that again. Then there's the difference of Vedic and Placidus charts. Vedic is Eastern astrology, Placidus is Western astrology. One is based off of where the positions are, the position of the planets based off of other fixed stars, um, which is the Vedic system. And then the other, which is Placidus, is based off of the precession of the equinoxes. Both of them are incredibly accurate and it's really important whenever you're using both of these systems that you again you look at polarity some people don't like vedic astrology because they say it's very negative and very like bad karma vibes like this is the 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 debts that you carried in and then some people don't like placidus because they say it's too fluffy you're not talking about any of the karma when you look at both of these systems you have to look at the polarity you have to look at the debts and the rewards you have to look at the negative and the positive you have to look at it with a well-rounded scope and then there's whole sign charts, which are just uh, complete fucking bullshit. Um, you should never use a whole sign chart. People, I see, quote, astrologers using whole sign charts, and I'm like, you don't even understand the impact of how much you just fucked someone's chart up. Whole sign charts are so inaccurate because it literally changes the house in which some of your planets fall, and that is not how they were designed. So don't use whole sign charts. Um, you want to just use it you shouldn't have because the reality is at the time that you were born unless you were at a zero with degree and even at that based off off of like the like the position of the cosmos like it's pretty impossible to have only one sign fully in in a house like usually there's a little bit of both and that's because not everything was equally distributed in the position of 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 the cosmos whenever you were born and that actually plays a really big influence on how that area of your life is going to evolve over time as well as um, the position of the planets for example if i were to use a whole sign chart that puts neptune in my ninth house rather than my tenth house and that is completely different like those manifest completely differently um it changes the position of so much shit in everyone's chart it's, it's just completely inaccurate so anyways i've taught this before in a master class so it is what it is um and then it comes down to you know you know whether you believe in astrology it doesn't matter whether you believe in astrology or you don't it's still affecting you you still used it as a soul to create your birth chart and your soul contract in this lifetime. It's kind of like saying you don't believe in calculus. Calculus still exists and it still works for people, um, even if you're not paying attention to it. And even if you don't believe that it's a real thing, like which is like a pretty like 
polarized example, obviously, but that's, that's that. So it is a science. It has been observed for over 10,000 years. There is a reason why all of the pyramids on this planet are in alignment with several stars and constellations in the sky. Um, there is a reason why a lot of astrological calendars have been incredibly right. Let's talk about the end of the world, December 21st, 2012. The world did end. Everyone thought it was a physical end. It was not. It was an energetic end. That is exactly when the Earth moved from a third dimensional um dimension in space um, and moved into the fourth dimension which is allowing us the ascent as a collective and as a planet to move into the fifth dimension which is a whole other conversation that I know I need to have because I get so many dms on a weekly basis about what that means so we'll do that one day um, I've already got a lot of episodes up and ready for you guys to go so um, I guess I will add it to the list of inspiration and creativity but that is essentially it um, I I wanted to have this conversation because I'm just I just wanted to, to let you know what it is and what it isn't. And I hope that this gives you a lot of clarity. Whenever you are out on social media, please use an extreme level of discernment. Not everyone knows what they're talking about. A lot of people like to like learn. They, they get the one perspective of something. <clears throat> excuse me. And they don't. They don't go inward to understand the the entirety of that perspective. Um, for example, I can tell you a little bit about Vedic astrology, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything about Vedic astrology because I actually don't fully understand Vedic astrology. I haven't studied the houses. I haven't studied um, the culture of, of, of Eastern Hinduism, which is, I believe, where Vedic astrology is rooted. I can tell you what I do know about it, which I touched on a little bit in, in this episode, but I'm not going to go and sit there and preach about Vedic astrology when I don't know enough about it, right? And I think that there there is a, a need for, you know, I this is the philosophy I live by. It's always a student, never the master. And that is to say that regardless of how much I may know in a particular subject, I am always still learning about it. And I feel like if everyone went into the way that they taught and in, in, in how they presented themselves on social media, I feel like we would have this opportunity for a lot more open discussion. And again, I'm not saying that the way that people are doing this and these trends of like, all oh, Sagittarians look like this. And oh my God, though, one thing I will say, I swear to fucking God, if I see one more post that says Sagittarians are non-committal, I think I might actually cause a riot. Like, I'm not even kidding. I am so tired of hearing that because if you knew me, who is a Sagittarius sun, by the way, and a Sagittarius Mercury, I am like the most committal person. Am I, do I know who I want and what I want? Yeah. Am I going to settle? No, but that doesn't make me non-committal. Like I am, it's things like that, that fucking grind my gears. Like it's just, oh my God, it is, it's so inaccurate. It's, it's just, anyway, those are the things that upset me. Is it wrong? Absolutely not. And honestly, like these little memes, yeah, they're, they're funny, right? But I think it's just important to not take any of this too seriously, which is why I'm saying like, don't give your power away to astrology. Use it as an insight and and work with the energy. And whenever Mercury retrograde comes and your mind's feeling fucked up, rather than blaming Mercury, maybe take some responsibility for the fact that you haven't maybe sat in your mind, done some journaling, ask yourself why you think and believe certain things. Like ask yourself why that stuff is presenting, why you're having those thoughts, why they are still lingering, why you're still hung up on the past. Maybe ask yourself those things and see what comes up for you because Mercury is gifting you that 
opportunity. So anyways, that is why I wanted to share all of that. I hope that it was informational for you. And if you're sitting here and you're like, okay, well, I want to take accountability. I want to reprogram all of that. Then you need to check out my course because my course is going to bring you through that entire reprogramming. It's going to help you break through your upper limits. It's going to help you figure out why you have the thoughts that you have, why you believe what you believe, why those old thoughts keep cycling back, why you can't break out of certain patterns, why you are stuck in the same loop and the same cycle over and over and over again, and why your change and the transformation you're going through has not been sustainable and you keep falling off. It's going to teach you all about that and it's going to teach you how to do it differently. We're going to reprogram your mind and we have monthly group calls so monthly group coaching calls specifically and a community group chat for accountability so um yeah that's there i will link it below the course is called a happy human and yeah i hope that you enjoyed this episode as usual go be your divine self this week you got this i love you use discernment please go inward you can do this your intuition speaks to you okay bye